0: I see with my own naked eye. I gotta cut the cord and fall away. That instinct I can justify. Baby, to
1: And on, please. has the whole what story. Did, did you it? hear
0: what Dumois du said? Who is it? Oh Can you believe this blind item? Dumois was on that story a long time Sunday ago. Sunday means celeb sightings with I just DM I cannot believe what I just
1: read about. I Nancy need more. I need to hear more. Hello, and welcome to Do You, the show where you'll hear all the latest in celeb gossip and special exclusives that are not shared on my Instagram or anywhere else. I'll be your guide into the world of celeb news, sightings, and secrets. I will be giving you all of the information I have on your favorite topics every week. This week, we're talking about the Kardashian-Barker wedding, the meaning of safe sex John Mayer, and a clarification on the alleged Jay Cutler affair, plus some intel on Paul Rudd, Austin Kroll, and Florence Pugh. We're discussing all of this and more with Kate Casey. Kate is the host of Reality Life with Kate Casey, devoted to unscripted television. Three times a week, she interviews talent, directors, producers, and hosts of television's most popular reality shows, docu-series, and documentaries. She's an entertainment expert, and we're so happy to have her. Let's get started. Before we dive into the latest celebrity intel, let's talk about a different kind of drama, the kind that involves our furry co-stars, our pets. I wanted to share a message from our partner, Spot Pet Insurance, who is here to help with unexpected veterinary bills. What's that? Well, with Spot Pet Insurance, you can get up to 90% cash back on eligible vet bills. You, you would need that. Yeah. Saving up to 90% on vet bills sounds fantastic. <laughs> it sure is. And get this. Spot pet insurance plans cover not only unexpected accidents and illnesses, but also offers an optional preventative care benefit. It can help with the cost of routine wellness, vaccines, and more. Is it pricey? Probably less expensive than a surprise $1,800 vet bill, and you know what that's like. It's not pretty. Just head over to spotpet.com for a free quote. Paid ad from Spot Pet Insurance, waiting periods, annual deductibles, co-insurance, benefit limits, and exclusions may apply. For all terms, visit spotpetins.com forward slash sample dash policy. Insurance plans are underwritten by either Independence American Insurance Company or United States Fire Insurance Company and produced by Spot Pet Insurance Services, LLC. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the podcast. Today I have as a guest someone whose podcast I just recorded. I think it was last week and I had a mm-hmm. blast. I had a blast talking with her and so we're doing sort of like a podcast swap right now. And with me is Kate Casey. She is the host of Reality Life with Kate Casey, which is devoted to unscripted television. So your podcast really just breaks down the reality TV shows.
0: Reality TV and documentaries and docu-series. So anything about real people and real stories. So on one episode, I might do The Bachelor and Housewives, but the next episode might be the latest Netflix documentary on a cult leader or... Whatever. I mean, I've covered Tinder, Swindler. I just did the deep end about a cult leader, um, bad vegan, all of those things.
1: Okay, great. Well, we have a lot to talk about, talk about today. Today's Tuesday. I don't know the date. I don't even know the month at this point. <laughs> but I always like to say the day of the week that this is recorded because in pop culture and celebrity news, so much could happen in True. a 48-hour period. So sometimes mm-hmm. my information by the time the podcast comes out is a little off. Mm-hmm. Um, So just like to point out when we record. So the first thing I want to talk about is a question I get asked all the time. And I, it's very hard to explain on Instagram. So I figured I'd just right. talk through it here. And it's the reason why people who've been following my account for a long time and myself called John, Mayor Safe Sex. Really his, his full name is John Safe Sex Mayor. i that. The followers have now just, I mean the followers, God bless them, they like keep me laughing all day. Now they just shortened it to Safe Sex. And actually I tried to explain it yesterday in my Q&A and I I didn't want to use the word masturbate. I don't know why. It just felt like weird <laughs> saying it. So right. I just I described it that he likes to slap his salami. So then they started calling him uh, salami salami king. So then it. I started getting emails You know, and in the subject, it was like Salami King and it was about Mm -hmm. John. So I just want to say, like, let's not let that nickname have legs. Maybe let's just stay with (laughs) safe sex. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to explain why I call him safe sex. And I'm going to read a DM that literally like was one of the DMs that originated the name. So somebody sent me a message two years ago and it said, I've heard the same thing thing he took a friend into his tour bus and jacked off while watching her security came in after Hmm. and gave her a towel and i said he jacked off on her and they said yes (laughs) and i said to be honest i feel like his commitment to safe sex should be applauded it's admirable Mm -hmm. yes so john mayer and this is very dated information. I don't want to say that this is what he does now. And I don't even actually know how true this is. But allegedly, there was a time when John Mayer was touring and girls would come back to the tour bus or his green room. And his choice of hooking up was to pleasure himself while they undressed in front of him or maybe did like a sexy dance. I feel like I've heard that one before. So, I kept getting you know, a bunch of messages that echoed this same sentiment. So, I was like John Safe Sex Mayor. Like he's hooking up with girls. He's, you know, he's pleasure, you know, he's getting pleasure from it, but he's not having sex with everyone who steps on his tour bus so you know good for him
0: for being safe admirable absolutely i can't even imagine the amount of women that he's confronted with all the time it reminds me i interviewed this one director of a show that was called um rock of love with brett michaels do you remember this show it was like a long time yes. ago but yes he he said that they had to teach brett michaels on the show how to date because he just had groupies so like you they were like you got to ask her like what's your name where are you from what do you do and he's like what do you mean and i just think that they're there's access to them at any point it's a very strange life exactly so which i think a
1: lot of celebrities and rock stars you know sex to them is like a handshake so that's why i always (laughs) (laughs) i mean i don't know (laughs) do
0: you you think oh do you find him attractive i mean i get to some degree because i think he's funny and self-deprecating which i find attractive but if you strip away the fact that he can play guitar I don't know. Would you pick him out of a lineup? Would he be been somebody that you would have been interested in high school or college?
1: For me, yes, personally, because his height and like his thick, wavy, okay. sort of floppy hair is my, is my, you know, type. That's your thing. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't know him personally and I don't know what his personality was is like besides how he is front facing. So yeah. I can't say what if I met him face to face, if I would feel the same way. Because right. don't you ever have those instances where you're attracted to someone? Well, I think you're married. So
0: I'm married with five kids, but yeah. I, <laughs> yeah, I'll tell so. you I'll tell you one person I met that I was like, wow. I didn't think that person would be attractive, but they are Tom Schwartz from Banner Pump Rules. I was like, this guy's so hot.
1: Okay. Can I just tell you that I had Tom Schwartz and Tom Sandoval on my Spotify live show last night. And Tom Schwartz was so cute that I Mm -hmm. was like okay now I get it yeah he was so cute and the things that he was saying I was kind of like swooning yeah and I was like oh my god like what's (laughs) happening (laughs) but if anyone listening who's into Tom Schwartz like please listen to that episode and let me know if you like felt the same way or if I was just like <laughs> I also was like I like smoked a little bit before I recorded <laughs> and I have a medical marijuana card so it's like medicine but I smoked a little bit before I recorded so maybe everything he was saying was just like so amplified because of that but I was like wow no, this he's guy trying to is...
0: yeah, yeah. And very handsome in person. So I I, I under- totally understand what you're saying.
1: Yeah. So also back to John quickly, he was at his best friend Jordan's birthday party in Palm Springs this weekend. And people had mm. seen him and identified him. And there was a picture of a dinner from the weekend, the birthday party weekend. And sitting at the table was this girl named Delaney. Now, mm. She has a TikTok account that I follow. I don't know. Okay. She does like skits and stuff. She's co- she's a comedian. She okay. does skits. And she's pretty funny. And I kept getting these messages like Delaney was sitting next to John Mayer. And in my mind, I'm like, okay, who cares? But then somebody sent me who she was. And I realized I follow her and I enjoy her content. So now I'm invested. So there's a oh, picture yeah. of Delaney from the weekend in someone's hotel room. Oh, boy. And on the Mm -hmm. shelf, an eagle eye fan noticed that on the shelf in the hotel room, there was a souvenir from John Mayer's 40th
0: birthday party. When did
1: he turn 40?
0: Like recently? No, I think like four years ago.
1: So it's not her room. My point is, it's not her room. She wasn't at his 40th birthday party. So the reason why this is interesting is because... And tell me if I'm losing you at any point because I feel like it's kind of confusing. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) The reason I find this interesting is because people were messaging me that Delaney and Mm -hmm. Jordan, John's friend, were actually hooking up. And people were also messaging me that Delaney and John, there could be something there. So... I'm now invested because I follow her and I enjoy her content. So now I'm like, okay, well, who is she? Is she hooking up with John? Is she hooking up with Jordan? Now, Mm -hmm. separately, I heard that Jordan had invited other women to the birthday weekend who weren't there. So was Delaney, like, if Jordan is Hmm. involved with Delaney, was she, like, a second invite after maybe, like, his first
0: choice declined Or what is, it's it's just, I need to know. Now I need to know. Here are my two questions quickly. Jordan, tell me what he does for a living.
1: That's a really good question. He, I think he does something in the entertainment industry. Like all John Mayer fans know who he
0: is. So he doesn't live in Palm Springs. He was just there. He was, he's a jet setter. He's flying here and there. So they're both of the same archetype. They're probably around beautiful women all the time. Access to parties, et cetera. Now Delaney, where is she based? LA does she present herself as somebody who is more attracted to people that are funny or to people that have like a little bit of swag
1: well she's a comedian so i'm going I'm with- going to
0: say John Mayer uh, you've sold me that she's interested in John Mayer that's what that's what i'm going with i it, it sounds like given how you've explained it to her to me i think she would be more inclined to be interested in John Mayer and i don't think that John Mayer would ever cross boundaries and hook up with somebody that jordan did because that seems like it would be weird to him at the age 44
1: well i think this girl delaney is friends with jordan
0: but are they just friends I think I think they're just friends. And then she was like, I am definitely going to Palm Springs to up with John Mayer. But <laughs> I do feel like given your ability to sleuth information, I think that you could DM her and ask her a very superficial question. And she would be so delighted that you reached out to her that you strike up a conversation and based on those context clues, you could get to the bottom of this.
1: I think that there's no chance in hell that she would give me a straight answer. No chance in hell.
0: Okay. Should she I sh- be, should I be in charge of this? <laughs> <laughs>
1: yes. I need help. So yes, let's, yeah, okay.
0: let's tag team um, I, this, this situation. I'm going to tag team that. Yeah. Okay. I'll get to it. I feel like people invariably tell me way more than they should know. And I think that's because I'm disarming because I'm married with children. They're like, she doesn't really care. She's not going to tell everybody. Okay. And sometimes I will and sometimes I won't. But in this case... I'm very happy to fall on the sword for you.
1: I wow, gosh, nobody's ever like offered themselves up like this. Like I'm really flattered. Well, it's Thank because I so feel much. like we're
0: both from Philadelphia, so that's why I'll do it for you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Philly, Philly girls have to stick Philly together. I I, that's right. I, I,
1: I feel you. Um, okay, well, <laughs> so that story's still developing, and Kate's going to help um, try I will. to
0: figure it out. Wait, I just figured out I want to do it. What? This is how I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna reach out to her and I'm gonna say, "Can I have you review a show for me?" And I'm gonna ask her a romantic show. And then in the build-up to her beginning to review the show, I'm gonna ask her about her status and what she's looking for, and if she's had recent hookups that are memorable. Done. End a story. We got okay. It I okay. love
1: that. I like that angle. Because then if she even is like, I mean, listen, if you hooked up with John Mayer last weekend, that's pretty fucking memorable. so that's all she's
0: gonna want to talk about for sure (laughs) she's like i'm sorry i'm still in a phase like i totally hooked up with this amazing guy i'm gonna go tell me about him i'm telling you you'll be surprised how much she'll tell me next thing you know she's like can you officiate the wedding it'll be crazy (laughs) okay okay i
1: can't wait to see how this unfolds the next thing that i just want to clarify is something i fucked up on When you look at bags of dog food, you see pictures of bright carrots and juicy steaks. But when you open the bag, all you get are burnt, smelly pellets. Dog food needs some fresh thinking. Eating processed food for every meal isn't healthy. Dogs will eat anything. Just because they'll eat it, does it mean it's healthy food? This is why I love Farmer's Dog. It's real, fresh, healthy food, with whole meat and veggies gently cooked in human-grade kitchens to preserve their nutritional value. Just tell them about your dog, and they'll deliver personalized, vet-developed recipes for as little as $2 a day. Meals arrive in pre-portioned, ready-to-serve packs, conveniently delivered on your schedule. Dog people all across the country have ordered millions of meals from the farmer's dog. It's never been easier to invest in your dog's health with fresh food. We have partnered with Farmer's Dog for a while and have stayed loyal because of the Farmer's Dog commitment to quality always. Get 50% off your first box of fresh, healthy food at thefarmersdog.com slash D-E-U-X-U. That's 50% off your first box at thefarmersdog.com slash you. So basically, in okay. my podcast last week, uh, or two weeks ago, I think, I read a DM about Jay Cutler cheating with the wife of Justin Timberlake's best trace. friend. Okay. So everybody's messaging me, and they're like, is it Trace? Is it Trace? And I'm like, no, it's not. Okay. so oh, poor
0: Samantha Robertson. She's like, not, no,
1: listen, No, this is my fuck up. The person who t- who sent me the dm wrote chase instead of trace wow so i thought the friend's name was chase but it was a typo so it was actually trace because somebody messaged me oh. and they were like it's trace and i was like wait look at this dm i got and then i was like <gasps> oh. dingbat like they made a they me dingbat like to not question it they made a they made a typo so Unfortunately, well, if, I think it is true. In
0: fairness to all parties, I'm assuming that most people that live on that that uh, suburban street have names like Chase, Trace, Katie, right. Camden,
1: yeah,
0: J-, J, and K. So, that's that's fair. Yeah.
1: It was like yeah. a very easy mix-up like the names rhyme, you know what I yeah. mean? So, I thought to myself, she just she just mixed up the name and I've been telling everyone that it's not trace and then not skinny but not fat amanda oh posted yeah that it was trace so amanda messaged me and she's like yo she's like you keep telling everyone it's not trace and everyone and i'm and i know it's you know can you yeah. can you can you straighten this out and i um and this was after i realized that there was a typo and i fucked up and i was like yeah "Yeah, i'm so sorry like i made a mistake but i didn't want to just post about it so i thought i would just like tell you guys here that so
0: i need to take back poor samantha robertson because it sounds like she did actually have an affair correct
1: is that trace's wife's name yes allegedly that's who it is yes
0: can i tell you i've always thought from afar and back me up if you agree with me it seemed like um, if i go back in the archives of my brain that kristen cavallari was with jay cutler for 10 years i'm gonna say what 2000 maybe um, like 2010 to, to 2020 maybe i felt like and maybe it's because she was pregnant part of the time or most of the time but i felt like she went into a cave Uh, Like she was at home making like banana bread. Right. And then all of a sudden she found her wings and then she's like free as a bird and making Uncommon James and going on TV and all this stuff. Was he um, paralyzing her in some way emotionally? Was he uh, did he want her to be not subservient, but like away from the media? Was there some sort of dynamic to the relationship? You know,
1: I actually, I don't know. I could just speculate. I don't think he wanted her to be away from the media because she wasn't. Remember she made a, didn't she make a cameo on the New Hills? The bitch is it, back. Remember that?
0: Yeah, but it, was, it, it wasn't it. was like a full commitment. I got the feeling it was like, you're a wife and you need to be at home with our children. Like, give up this dream, not give up this dream, but like this dream that you've had, It's you need to change it up because you're a wife and mother now. That's just kind of the sense I got. So when this rumor came out and she said, I want nothing to do and this is way behind me, I get the feeling, and I could be wrong, but I'm just using my degree in armchair psychology here, that there is a freedom that she's enjoying outside of her relationship with him. And so oh, I'm saying That's if you're an, if you're having an affair with him and at some point think to yourself, this could be somebody I'd like to actually marry. I need you to think about what she may have been subjected to for 10 years because that does not seem like a good time.
1: That is a really, really, really good point. And basically what you're saying, him literally having sex with somebody's wife while on vacation in the bathroom while the husband is... Mm-hmm. Allegedly outside says a lot about his character. So for sure, yeah, I, that makes a that makes so much sense.
0: And that makes sense to me too because I felt like when he was a football player, it was like I play by my own, my own rules. You guys can all fuck yourself. Like I do what I want and when I want. And so it wouldn't surprise me that he would be as bold as to sleep with someone's wife when the guy's watering the lawn outside. So he's a narcissist is what you're saying. Absolutely. <laughs> yes. So good for Kristen for getting a divorce. I hope she's a great life now.
1: Yeah. I mean, she seems to be doing great. I mean, Uncommon yeah. James has been, you know, that brand has been around for a really long time. And yeah, it's cute. Good stuff. It, I like it. It is. It is cute stuff. And now she has a podcast with Stephen Coletti coming out.
0: Um, And by the way, that guy. Let's talk what? about hot Delaney. Oh. If it doesn't work out with John Mayer, I would go for Stephen Coletti for sure. He's really, really you cute. You think
1: he, he held up, right?
0: Listen, I know you're never going to be able to marry anybody because you are behind a, a black wall. But if <laughs> you were to ever show yourself in public and reveal your true name, I would say you should go for Stephen Coletti. Really? He is beyond. He is like. Have you ever had him on your podcast? No, he won't he he, it's weird he wouldn't talk he didn't want to do any interviews for so long that's why I was actually shocked he did this um podcast with her but I also feel like people are so nostalgic for those shows and they want to hear the talent's perspective all these years later that he came around to the idea but I think he was one of those guys that it's like I'm a serious actor now and I want to put that way behind me because it hinders my ability to g- g- get cast for roles because they're like, well, you're Steven from like the Laguna Beach surf shop. But he's really cute.
1: Yeah, but look at Jamie, who was on The Real World. She she had a successful transition from I being on like, The Real World. To, I feel I think like her people for-
0: is- forget Jamie Chung. I feel like people for- forget she was even on Real World San Diego because only dorks like myself would remember that. You know what I mean? Like normal people in the world would probably meet her and think you're just an actress.
1: Right. You're right. Yeah. Okay. Well, I just needed to clear that up. So sorry about that, guys. Let's get into Courtney and Travis's wedding. Okay. Now, you know, I feel like a lot of it was publicized on Instagram and that was great. We got to see a lot of of the festivities. My most interesting takeaway was where was Corey? Where was Corey? And, hmm. you know, we didn't see Ooh, Rob, but okay. we never see Rob. We never see Rob, right? Mm-hmm. So he could have been there just out of any videos or camera lenses. So, but Corey would have been front and center.
0: And I think word on the street was that he had COVID. Oh, that he well, had COVID. He- That's possible. But I also think that Courtney's um, all about family, and in for her wedding and first and only wedding, did she, like I think her father and her mother's like even though her father's passed, like their role in her life she wants front and center. And that Corey as the boyfriend, like they always seem to have some weird underlying thing, like. I I think that she would want him in the background if he were even there. Like, this is about me and my immediate family. Like, she seems to be the best at setting that boundary.
1: Right. So I asked someone, I asked one of my sources, and they said that he wasn't there allegedly in part because Courtney's kids don't really like him and Courtney doesn't like the tension created when he's around them. So Good he's relegated to L.A. only. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, there also was rumors that Courtney tried to institute a no romantic partners spouses only rule in an effort to make both Scott and actually Kylie and Kim feel more comfortable. Nobody was su- no one was supposed to bring anyone unless they were legally wedded to them. So no Travis. Mm-hmm which is fine because I hear that there's some stuff going on between him and Kylie right now and Mm -hmm. no Pete, which was sad because Kim obviously wanted him there, but Saturday night live was obviously an important final night for him. And Chris happily played and Chris happily played along with the no Corey rule and therefore no Scott and obviously no Tristan either, no matter how much Chloe still wants him around at times. But they're all going to be on the LA list. Um, And all of this would have been fine, but Kendall insisted on bringing Devin, and Courtney didn't feel like arguing.
0: Right. I think, again, she's really good at setting boundaries and ensuring that her inner something, she seems to be the most nostalgic of all the kids. And that she would want her wedding to be family-centered and everything that she would want it to be, right? Because she waited until she was 41 to get married. Um, I also think that people who are engaged, this is my message to you you're going to have a wedding. I like this implement implementation of the rule because you don't want to look back at your wedding photos and you will. And like, even within two years, maybe even a year and go, I cannot believe they brought that asshole to my wedding.
1: I think it has to do exactly what you said in the beginning. It's family, her, her just wanting to have immediate family around. And I also applaud that. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that at all. You know, and I think that it's interesting that all her siblings were able to abide by that, but Kendall. Like I wonder why I wonder why Kendall. I mean besides the fact that they were in a beautiful location, of course you'd want your boyfriend there, but I wonder why Kendall didn't abide
0: to that. She's she kind of seems like the rebellious one anyway. Like Oh no, he, he, no, no, no. She's not. It's Kylie. Kylie's oh, the one who really? does whatever the fuck she wants. Yeah. Well, she's enough money. Wow. Okay, interesting. But you know what? It could be this one other thing. This other element is he he seems her boyfriend seems to be willing to be in the background, you know? Like he's good good for her in that way. Uh, historically, I feel like their partners seem to like the limelight a little bit too much. I mean, he has his own successes, Devin, right? So maybe he was okay because he's he's able to be the wallpaper and not care.
1: Yeah, but I think kind of I'm Travis is kind of like that too. I feel like all the boyfriends Besides Scott, didn't really ever want to be. But in they're the on the forefront. red
0: carpet. They're on the show. Not Travis isn't on the show, but he like they'll take red carpet pictures. But have we ever seen Kendall in a red carpet photo with him? I don't know if we have. I'm not 100. Who knows? Sure. I don't know. I could so be talking about my ass. Say. Who knows?
1: Yeah. I mean, the <laughs> point is, the point is. Well, first of all, I didn't even know there was going to be another <laughs> wedding until people started messaging me saying do i think scott's going to be invited to the la wedding which in which no. my answer was no a hundred percent yes of course he will
0: be why does she need to invite him to everything it's like her life for the kids for the kids i i no, who cares sorry kids <laughs> that's your your father but this is my husband and I mean it's not you have to have set a boundary in some way I don't think Scott would want to be at a wedding does he really want to do that unless he wants to be on like like camera but that seems weird I I did say I would, would like to say that I thought that the wedding was very sentimental and I wondered how much of their Armenian culture was infused like the gold and the you know the the veil and i know like it, it was in italy but i wonder i feel like she's so tethered to their armenian heritage i wonder how much was in that wedding
1: yeah it's interesting you say that like we saw the dresses and we saw the pictures but did we get any details yet are we gonna get were there cameras there like are we gonna there get the exclusive details or is there gonna be a publication that has an exclusive i haven't heard any of that yet
0: Well, that's what is so great about Kardashians on Hulu. And there are people that in the world that go, I've just hit my limit. Like I can't take anything more Kardashians. And I always tell them it's worth watching because I think it's less campy than Keeping Up With The Kardashians. It feels more authentic. Mm -hmm. It's more about the relationship of the sisters. Mm -hmm. And it's much. it moves quicker in real time. Like Keeping Up With The Kardashians, you'd see everything on social media and then it felt like you were watching like old clips of something. This one, I think they've been very good about including some of the most personal moments on the show and not, and doing a good job of keeping those moments from social media. So as much as we think we've been privy to the de- details of her wedding, I assure you that when they show it on the show that you will feel like you were a guest at the wedding. That's why it's really well done.
1: Wow, that's like a great endorsement. Yeah, it's really good.
0: Gave.
1: That's a and really I watch a great lo- endorsement.
0: I watch a lot of shit, trust me. <laughs> no I it's know good. that's what really I'm good. saying
1: that's like a really positive endorsement and you know what yeah. I've only heard people enjoying the new show and great things about the new show too so I believe everything you're saying And but like I can't th- co-sign because I haven't seen it yet I haven't I want to yeah. wait till like the. I want to wait till more is out so I could just binge through yeah. um, and I think they're still releasing new episodes correct
0: they are and I think that they're releasing more episodes but I assume this is going to be in the second part and what one last thing I'll say about that is that I get the sense that, like I said, that Courtney is very sensitive and sentimental. And I think that Travis is too. And so like one element is that they did the um, the Santa Barbara courthouse, um, you know, marriage license, and he invited his father and she invited her, her grandmother, who obviously she probably can't travel to Italy, but or I think that when you watch the show... They'll go more into the explanation of all the personal details involved in every single event and how much it meant. Like even to the point of her veil, having his, the, the, the picture from the top of his head from the tattoo on the veil, and then to find out that when he almost died in that plane crash, he had 70% of his body were covered with burns. So a lot of those tattoos cover up those burns, and every tattoo has a special meaning. And the way that she incorporated that into her veil, I think, is really quite sweet.
1: I didn't even notice that.
0: Yeah. It's like looks like Ave Maria on the top of his head, it's right at the top. And that's the that is the picture that you see in that intricate veil.
1: I had no idea what that was. I just thought it was like a beautiful, like you said, like an Ave Maria, or like some sort of Italian saint or something. Wow, that's so cool. I didn't yeah. know that. See, like, I haven't really seen any, like I said, articles being like, get all the details of the cadet. Like, I want to know, like, what they ate. Like, yeah. I saw, like, <laughs> I saw them dancing, you know, but I just, like, want to know, like, all the details. Well, I'm sure, we'll get them. So the next thing I want to talk about is Southern Charm.
0: You were with me on that ride when I did that interview with Dani Baird, and she confirmed that J-Lo or uh, A-Rod was talking to Madison. That was like early on in your Instagram.
1: Yes, like, I do she remember. Did that, yeah,
0: she did that interview and I, and I asked her, so what did you think about all the rumors that it was like that A-Rod? She said, oh, well, I knew because they. she had talked about it all the time. And I was like, oh, my fucking God. I thought I was going to get killed by a J-Lo sniper the following day. <sighs> but listen, she ended up with Ben Affleck, so she's happy about it now. But this Southern Charm show has surprisingly brought so many good pop culture nuggets
1: Yeah. And I want to say, like, Craig took the heat, really, for outing that on the reunion. But really, Mm -hmm. Danny said it first to you.
0: Yeah. But I I have to tell you, when I did that interview, she said it. And then when... So the episode dropped at midnight and by 5 a.m., Queens of Bravo had posted and it started getting into the news. And then by it was like 11 o'clock, it was on the cover of like, you know, the posts online. And she was so rattled by it. She had not expected that and she was getting calls from the production company, and they wanted me to take down the episode. And she said, I don't feel bad about what I said, because it's the truth. But I, I didn't think that, you know, I don't want to upset people, you know, she's like, she's much more sensitive than I am. And I, I was upset for her. So it was it was a weird moment. And I'm sure that you can understand this more than anybody else. It's like, you don't want to make your guest upset. So I I took that clip out and it was like four hours later, Madison confirmed it. So then I put the clip back in, but she did not feel good about what happened after she said that in the interview. It was like overwhelming. 50 high school
1: senior girls descend on Mobile, Alabama every summer to compete for a massive cash prize. It isn't Survivor. It's one of America's most lucrative scholarship competitions for teen girls. It's been around for seven decades. Now you'll hear what took place behind the scenes. From Pineapple Street Studios and Wondery comes the competition. Host Shima Oliye was Nevada's contestant 20 years ago. Here on Do You, we do not like misleading info. That's why I do my best to be transparent with the most up-to-date intel on all of your favorite celebs. You can trust that I will never intentionally dupe you. Sadly, in life, we do have to deal with a lot of sneaky terms, annoying bill hikes, and exorbitant fees that we did not anticipate. We call that yada yada. Here on Do You, we do not like yada yada. Now, you could spend all of your time combing through contracts, or you could just skip the hassle and go with a trusted brand like Metro by T-Mobile, helping you to get ahead and not pull you back. That's right, you don't take yada yada from life, so don't take yada yada from your wireless provider. Metro by T-Mobile has no contracts, no credit checks, no surprises, and not a yada yada. Never settle for less, I know I never do, And now that I don't have to worry about sneaky yada yada, I have time to dedicate my time to making the best content for you guys. Stop by one of over 6,000 Metro stores nationwide. I'm surprised she let you keep it in. Well, she probably wasn't thinking. Yeah,
0: she actually, she said, I don't regret saying it. I just, I don't want to she, I think she was upset that the production company was upset because, the, you know, they want to keep the control of the narrative, right? Yeah, it was, a, it was a, a, a wild moment. And that it really, you know, just there was like a fire after that. But, you know, like I said, like Ben Affleck is with J-Lo now. So she needed to get, get away from A-Rod. And if that's what had to happen, it had to happen, right?
1: Yeah, it was bound to happen anyway.
0: It was bound to happen anyway. You're right. Totally.
1: So back to Southern Charms. Somebody ran into Austin in the Bahamas. And I'm just going to redo the DM. It's not that bad, but it's just funny because he's obviously got drunk and started shit talking. Oh, bit. I love that. Oh, that's good. OK, good. Honestly, there's just so much about this encounter with Austin in the Bahamas. He's here for a wedding. His friend was so nice. He was so nice, yet cocky as fuck. Hmm. He said "Summerhouse only happened because of him and Bravo begs him to be on their show. He was trying to chill with Bravo fans. We bought him and his friend shots of tequila. He also said "Summerhouse is the worst show on Bravo because all they do is get drunk.
0: I mean, I think there's some nuggets of truth in that, probably. <laughs> I probably think they do need him and ask him all the time. Sure. I mean, he brought a lot to the show. I mean listen is he somebody that i would like my friend to date probably not but he does make great television so he's not wrong about that i don't know if he like is the shining star of all stars that have ever been on the show but yeah he brought a lot to the show uh, but but the part the part that i'm like eh, is like you know all they do is drink it's like so they do that on southern charm too what is he talking about he's always drunk He wants to work in the beer industry. I feel like on
1: Southern Charm, though, they do different activities. Whereas, like, every activity on Summer House, because it's the summer and they're in a summer house, like, that's what you do on the weekends, you know, shows them drinking at every activity. So, I, you know, I do get it, but you're right. They are probably drunk a lot on Southern Charm as well. I just, like, don't, like, when did Austin become so polarizing, do you know what I mean? Like, I feel like he started off when he was on the show, the first season he was on. People really, really liked him.
0: I think I think it's because the majority of the viewers are women and that they were triggered when he started dating Madison and he was caught in a threesome. And he just didn't seem to feel any, he didn't feel bad about it. I think that the female viewers get triggered by him because he's such a, br- like, he's such a frack guy. You know, he doesn't seem to be wanting to grow up. And I think that that is annoying. But then I think he has a girlfriend in real life now. So it'll be interesting how that plays out in the next season.
1: I think he had a girlfriend. He has a girlfriend on this season, but I'm not 100% sure if they're still together. What can you blame know. her?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I feel like,
1: good God. I mean, well, look at Shep. I mean, y- basically, you just described Shep <laughs> when trying to describe Austin. You know, I got, I used to get so many sightings and encounters. I told you on your podcast. You did.
0: You said that. Yeah. Yeah. I
1: used to get so many sightings and encounters with both of them. Not really Craig so much, but with Austin and especially Shep when he was single to the point where I was just had to stop posting about them because it was (laughs) just too much. But I think that, I think that Austin is an, always as people expect when they need meet him in person I think sometimes Mm -hmm. he's really nice and I think sometimes he could be a dick and that's why I think he also is so polarizing to, to people so I don't know be more like Craig I feel like every time somebody meets Craig they're like he was so nice
0: I think Craig is a legacy so people feel like they've grown up with him I think that people like Shep or at least I know I do because you get the sense that he has a life outside of this show, right? He has a great family. He's cerebral to some, you know, he likes to read books. He likes to be with friends and travel. But I think people don't like Austin because he's really leaned into this TV personality where once the show goes off the air, is he going to be doing signings at like the Boca Raton, Barnes and Noble, uh, you know, like 10 years from now? Like, I think that that's why they get so annoyed. They're like, he has, has an enormous ego for a TV personality.
1: Right. That's a good point. Well, I'm, I'm really excited to see the season. I hear it's really good. Who was your favorite
0: um, Bravo celebrity guest on your podcast? Marlo Hampton was a total surprise. The one from Atlanta. I She's love her. She's not what I expected. She was like kind and warm and interesting and funny and open and all those things that in the earlier years like she just seemed like so mysterious and I thought she was awesome um I like Craig a lot from Southern Charm I think he's a great interview and sweet um I just had Tamara Judge on and I thought she was really open and warm and interesting I don't know I'm always surprised it, I'm gonna have Brandy Glanville on next week I'm excited to talk to her
1: Ooh, that's like a good one. Yeah, I love Marlo and I would love to talk to Tamara too. I feel like she would be a good guest to have. She'd be a great guest. Yeah, she's open. For example, the Toms were like great guests to have, you know, like they said just enough without saying too much because, you know, I think you could be an interesting guest without being controversial, without saying controversial things.
0: You just reminded me that when I was interviewing Tom Schwartz one time, he goes, you know, Kate, <laughs> he just like trailed off. I think he probably has ADHD, which I, I, my daughter has it, so it just warms my heart. Um, he kind of trailed off and he said, you know, I was just at the CVS and I went into the makeup section and I got myself some mascara. And I have to say, I really like the way my eyes look with mascara. And I was just like, this is such a uh, strange, hilarious, w- like funny authentic moment like he's a great guest in that way i feel like you would be great to interview james kennedy like i would like to figure out like he's a hard nut to crack that would be interesting
1: have you ever interviewed him
0: no Mm -mm. i think he was mad at me too because i referred to his arms as uh, like angel hair spaghetti arms oh god and i find this the weird thing is like sometimes the reality stars so sensitive they get mad at the dumbest stuff yeah like you just like slept with someone's girlfriend on the heart like the the hood of a car right but you're upset about spaghetti arms like i wish i had spaghetti arms that sounds like an amazing like i would wear a ton of tank tops if that were the truth you know what i mean like if that's your hill to die on that's strange
1: yeah. I think now I need to know like
0: why Craig is mad at me. It's probably for the Kristen Cavallari stuff, but Oh yeah, that's probably what it is. Only because for them it's like putting out fires all the time. Yeah. So that I it. that came out and he was probably like, Oh, I I don't think Paige cared. I really don't. I think he didn't he didn't want to upset Kristen and, and No, I agree Kristen with that. 100- I
1: totally yeah. agree with that one hundred percent. And the only reason I posted about it, honestly was for Paige. Like, I'm always going to stand on the side yeah. of the woman, you know. If she doesn't know right. what's going on and yep. she's dating this guy, I don't want her. And I have no allegiance yeah. towards p- towards Paige. We're not friends. We're nothing. And yeah. but to me, like, if I put myself in her shoes and I'm dating a guy and think it's going great and he's hooking up with someone else, like. Yeah. I want someone to tell me and like maybe I should have told her privately, but we didn't have that kind of relationship at the time. You know, I don't like to reach out to celebrities or even reality stars really mm-hmm. until they reach out to me. So I wasn't going to yeah. be like, hey, girl, you know,
0: did you get any response from Kristen? Was she upset about it at all?
1: Well, she won't come on my show.
0: Oh, and she's been asked. She'll So come I'm around. pretty sure she's upset.
1: But you know, I never really, you know, I get it. Listen, I get it. You know, I'm I'm going to always ask for the for the guests that are I think that my audience would want to hear from, even if I posted about them and if they say no, like I get it. I get why you're saying no. I would say no to certain certain you know um shows too 100 percent. i'm not like yeah. i don't i'm not mad at her for it i get it
0: this is my message always to the reality starts etc and before i was a podcast host i did crisis media litigation for law firms so i'm the person you call in a crisis like how do i handle this handle this and i always say to them why would you let someone else tell the story for you you have you take your power back tell your story so hiding from things, I think, only does a disservice to yourself. So she should come on and she should tell her story. But she did tell it and she wasn't telling
1: the truth, I don't think. That's what I was saying. Uh, I was kind Roger of that. like saying Roger, to her, like, yep. you're it. not telling yep. the whole story. But at that point, it was only because she said that it wasn't true, which is why I rebuttaled. Because I knew for a 100% fact. And then, okay, now fast forward to a year later... He's admitting he hooked up with her, right? Didn't he admit it? He did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. On the show. So, You're right. but And him and Paige weren't serious. But the point is, like, I wasn't lying given the information I received. And I think she was saying... I was lying or it wasn't true
0: Can we go back in the archives at that point in her life was she in a relationship with someone else I'm just trying to think of like why would she want to squelch that story was it because maybe Jay was giving her a hard time or she had an agent that said you know keep your life private something going on on the sidelines that we just didn't even know you know we wouldn't know about
1: yeah, no, she was completely single. She was actually linked to Austin because they were doing That's lives what I together so. That's during, what I thought too. Qu- during quarantine. Yeah. And people were linking them together because on the lives they were looking very flirty. That's right. Now, That's right. she, I think, originally did like Austin. And she went for Austin. Mm. And I don't know the reason, but he kind of said, let's just stay friends. So then she kind of bounced to Craig after that so maybe that's know.
0: why do you think that's possible yes i, mean, I know th- it's true yes really?
1: i don't okay listen i'm just gonna let me say i don't know like if the way i'm explaining it is accurate but something to that effect did happen and it happened before our eyes like she was on live flirting with austin in front of us all and then she hooked up with with craig after that
0: i feel like she would refer to those those months as her period of (laughs) exploration maybe like coming off of being with a guy that seems to have been uh squelching her personality diminishing it that she it's like my sister who got a divorce and she like went bananas for a year right i like i always say the horniest people in the world are ovulating women and women that just got a divorce men too pr- pretty much but like you just make shitty decisions because you're like oh my god like I'm out I'm free I'm dating like I want to make stuff happen so m- maybe like she'll do an interview with you in like six months and go oh my god I was like a met, I was a mess then but like it's all and laugh about it now
1: I do want to say I want to just say you know everything that I just said I want to just like tie it up with a pretty bow and say I don't think there was anything wrong in her actions whatsoever oh yeah sure yeah 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 you know like I'm not trying to shame her for having fun or hooking up but like you said maybe there was a reason behind the scenes and I don't think it had anything to do with Jay because they were well separated at this point I think maybe it was from a PR perspective maybe she didn't want to be linked to all reality stars which I totally get like I get all that I'm not, right. I'm not, I'm not like, you know, faulting her for feeling that way. I get it.
0: Or maybe it was like, oh, like I'll just go on and like stoke this fire a little bit. And then she realized like how insane the Bravo fans are. Mm, yeah. Right? And she was like, yeah. I don't want any part of this insanity. Like this is too much for me. Because when she was a big star on Laguna Beach, like people didn't have access to all these apps. Right. And so maybe that was like a windfall. You hook up with somebody on Southern Charm and next thing you know, you're like, I cannot even like go through my phone because it's blowing up.
1: No, yeah, yeah, that's such a good point. And, you know, she also, she has like a good career ahead of her. You know, like she's been popular for a really long time. Like she has Mm -hmm. staying power. So I can understand if exactly what you described is not part of her career trajectory. So I get it. Like I get like why she would not want to go public with those dalliances that's like my new word for like everything it's like a dalliance (laughs) because like right we don't we don't know if they really hooked up but they were like seen flirting and they obviously like were attracted to each other so it's like a dalliance um so I get it so I mean you know I hope she hears this and
0: I do too sorry
1: I'm sorry Mm -hmm. I mean I apologize I don't I don't ever want to make anyone upset. And if she had reached out to me personally, which she didn't, other people reached out to me. But if she had reached out to to me personally, you know, I would have probably taken the post down. I wasn't trying to post to antagonize her. Uh, I was just posting the information that I received, which was that she hooked up with Craig, which winded up actually being proven to be true. Ferris, what do you think one of the biggest health challenges? Oh,
0: for sure, weight
1: management. Exactly. Yo-yo dieting, losing weight, putting it back on, trying the latest fad, it not working. Exactly. Feeling like a failure. Feeling like a failure is the worst feeling when it comes to weight loss. And then getting discouraged. What if I told you I knew of something that could help with this? I would 100% want to know. The Roe Body Program pairs a weekly shot with healthy lifestyle changes. So you can lose 15 to 20% of your weight in a year on average and actually keep it off. That's amazing. And I love how it's over a year. That's so important for sustainability. Exactly. The slow weight loss, the slow burn. <laughs> over 200,000 people have already chosen Roe to help them lose weight. medication costs are separate that's ro.co slash deux
0: yeah she she might say to you it's all water under the bridge so long ago i think she's pissed but whatever
1: i get it i'm apologizing let's move on anyway from from that let's quickly talk about The ever mysterious, this is something else that also, like, I don't know why, like, I get so wrapped up in figuring out these (laughs) celebrity mysteries. Like, usually, like, I get so much information that I can't, I don't have time to really, like, get hung up on anything specific, but for some reason, this one couple, like, I need to figure out what's going on, and that's Zach Braff and Florence Pugh. So, she was seen in Ibiza With Will Poulter, so Florence was seen on the beach, pictures in Daily Mail, and pictures from a party of the opening of I think the opening of a hotel or a club. And if I said the name, everyone recognized it. They were they were opening it in Ibiza. They were there partying, and rumors started to fly, like what's going on with her and Zach. And these rumors come up all the time. I asked someone. I said what's going on with Florence and Zach and the statement they gave me, I reposted on my account. So you guys can go back. I'll put it in highlights, but it basically said that they're on and off a lot, right? So I received this message After I was posting everything on Instagram, speculating about their relationship, Zach and Florence's. And the message says, I never spot celebs, but when I saw the message about Zach and Florence broken up, I had to write in. I spotted them last Saturday, May 14th at the Soho house in Malibu. They were on the beach. She was in a bikini, a bold red lip and large earrings. When I spotted her and did a double take, she shielded her face with a sun hat. But they seemed happy enjoying a low-key beach day. Now, I received that information via anonymous submission on my email, and I didn't post it. And then somebody subsequently sent me this message, saw Zach and Florence together last weekend at the Soho house in Malibu having a long lunch over many drinks and looking very happy said hi to a few friends that passed by. He introduced her as his girlfriend. So this is May 14th, which was last weekend. And I went back and asked the person who sent the last message I read if it was, in fact, the same weekend. And she said yes. So as of May 14th, actually, that was 10 days ago because it's the 24th. As of May 14th, they were still very much together.
0: I don't know what's going on with them. I can never get a straight answer from someone. I think you said it in the beginning. They're always off and on. I mean, the thing is, he's like over 40 now, right? And she's much younger. Yes. So I don't know. I think those relationships are tricky, right? Um, He hasn't been married. He hasn't been married yet. So maybe he doesn't really want to be with just one person
1: yeah i mean i don't like to be an ageist i feel like age is just a number if they like get along together and jive like who are we to say like you know she's 24 and he's 44 like oh you know? she's 24
0: oh I she's in she her 20s she might oh, be I thought she was a little bit older oh i she's was not thinking in her 30s. She was oh i thought i thought for some reason i thought she was a little bit older so she might be at that age where it's like okay well like i kind of want to get married and have kids because it's a very real thing um but not the 24 no I mean, she I, she's she might be a little bit older, but she's definitely in her twenties. Listen, she sh- she should be out dating everybody she can. That's like a great time. Like, make it happen. Enjoy it. No, I totally For her, agree. I, would, for her I would do it too. I'd be like, then I'd go to Spain and make out with somebody there. Like, <laughs> in a totally. Pizza, you- <laughs> and also, if she's wearing a bikini with a red lip and some hoops with a big sun hat, like, live it, girl. Do no, it. She, I love her. I'm
1: a. I love her. <laughs> there was also a picture of her on Instagram. She was on somebody else's Instagram, and she was in a Ibiza um, sunbathing topless, but her hands were over her chest, so you didn't see anything. But the friend posted that picture on Instagram, and I was like,
0: you go, girl. You live your best Seriously, life. I wish I could do that right now. Go outside in a bikini and not wearing a top. I would if I could, but I don't think that's a good situation, no yeah I have it like breastfed children. No one wants to see that. So she <laughs> okay. should do that all day long.
1: yeah. so I want to just quickly end with Paul Rudd.
0: Ugh, so
1: oh dreamy. God. Oh, I thought you were gonna say something you go, oh, so I thought it was gonna be bad.
0: No, I mean, he is like uh, the, he seems like the greatest. Does not age hilarious. everybody likes him. Who has ever said a bad thing about Paul? Well, Rudd?
1: That's what I'm about to tell you. people. Oh, have interesting. Said. So I posted about, (laughs) so I've heard a lot about Paul Rudd over the past two years. Some things I don't share because I just don't want to ruin people's impression of him. Just as your, as your reaction tells, like that's the main population's reaction is what you just said. So I had posted a message about someone saying, Nothing bad, you know, just that like he wasn't such a great guy that, you know, he's not exactly as he's portrayed. And it started like a a windstorm of Paul Rudd submissions. Let me read this one. I mean, it's funny. It's not even bad. So somebody says, back in 2012, me and some friends saw Paul Rudd drinking and playing something like magic. Our two groups were the only ones in the bar. After 30 minutes or so, I got the courage to go over there and walked over and offered to buy him and his friends a shot. He didn't even look up from his hand and he said, fuck off.
0: I was (laughs) shocked. Oh, no. (laughs) Oh, God.
1: I was shocked because at the time we were broke and fresh out of college offering to buy this famous actor a shot in appreciation for his work. I walked away super sad. An hour or so later, one of his friends walked up and apologized by saying, Hey, man, sorry about him. That's just the way he is. And, wa- and walked away. Here's another one. Just to chime in on Paul Rudd. This is more recent. I live on his block. He moved in a couple weeks ago. Not unfriendly, but definitely not the friendly guy the press makes you want to believe. Years ago, my boss's wife had a small role in Clueless. She said he was moody. When he first got Sexiest Man, the same person made a comment about how shouldn't personality be part of what makes someone sexy and that he really only beams when around other stars. I personally saw him at Sundance one year and didn't approach because he really did not appear to welcome fans. And then let me just read one one more. Somebody says, I bet you're inundated with folks defending Paul Rudd. And that's true. I was. I was inundated with a lot of um, messages about how wonderful he is. But this person says, he was a sweetheart to both me and my brother separately. I met him at a bar in Hell's Kitchen and joked around with him and his friends all night. My brother was a bartender at a hotel bar, and Rudd talked to him for hours and asked him questions and generally seemed interested in what he had to say. My brother said he was the one who had to end the interactions because he had to get back to work. So, in conclusion, Paul Rudd is a human being. He has good days and bad days, just like the rest of us. And we, you know, maybe we shouldn't just assume that.
0: Could have been a shitty day. Could have been a shitty, shitty day. He had a bad call with an agent, his wife, who who, who knows. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So have, what have you, have you heard anything about him? Like,
0: No, that, I, that he's lovely. Yeah. Just really, really easy to work with and a great professional. So, but I mean, like you said, everybody's human. I mean, everybody freaks out. Even Jennifer Garner, I'm sure, has her days where she's the jerk. I don't think she does.
1: I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think she ever. I like her, but I've never heard anything bad about her. I used to not like her until I started this account and everyone I've received only messages about how wonderful and genuine she was. And I didn't like her because I didn't think she wasn't wonderful and genuine. I thought there was just something off about her that she was too good to be true. But apparently it's true. Apparently, I think
0: she's just like a, a like a theater kid. Right. From high school who is from a wholesome family who happens to live in a major city and is part of an industry that is typically filled with life suckers. So she's like an anomaly because she has not let go of her core values.
1: You're probably right. Um, Okay. Well, that's all I have today. Thank you so much for coming. Thank you. It was great talking to you again two weeks in a row. I know. And tell everyone where they can find you.
0: Reality Life with Kate Casey, anywhere where you listen to podcasts, uh, Instagram, at KateCaseyCA, TikTok, it's Kate Casey, Twitter, Kate Casey, Patreon, bonus episodes, Kate Casey, or CBS. I'm usually there.
1: Okay, awesome. Well,
0: thank you again. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you.
1: That's it for today. Thanks so much for listening to Do You. New episodes will air every Thursday. This has been a presentation of Cadence 13 Studios. Please listen, rate, review, and follow all episodes available now for free on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Odyssey, and wherever you get your podcasts. For more info, you can also follow me on Instagram at De moi.